What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Fighting Fire with Fire, the AJ Roadshow. This is episode 20. We are into the 20s, into our young adult life here for Fighting Fire with Fire, the AJ Roadshow. My name's AJ Rose, and with me, as he has been on the previous two podcasts previewing the NBA season, is Dan Perez. Dan, say hi to the people. Hey, what's up? Glad to tune in again. Yeah, absolutely. So we've already previewed the Eastern Conference and Western Conference over-unders. We've gone through all 30 NBA teams, looked at their Las Vegas Westgate sportsbook win total in terms of over and said whether we think that team is going to go over or under that win total and you can listen to those episodes on soundcloud or itunes or google play or any of the places you can find fighting fire with fire but today we're doing playoff teams playoff predictions and awards predictions and maybe just a couple of bold predictions that have to do with the nba season and what i wanted to do dan is i wanted to get the Eastern Conference and Western Conference, who your eight teams are in order with seeding. Mm. And then we could go and just say who we think makes each conference finals, who makes the finals, who wins the finals. Okay. Then go through our awards picks and then do two or three bold predictions each. All right. Uh, now, I know bold predictions are going to be tough, but we have sort of the whole podcast to organically develop said predictions. So we're going to start with the Eastern Conference. Can you give me a top three seeds? In uh, order, one, two, three. Top three, I'll go Cavs, Celtics, Pacers. Pacers at number three. Yeah. Why the Pacers instead of the Raptors? Uh, I think they... Are, the Pacers, like, loaded up this offseason. They picked up a few guys. Uh, they got a solid crew together. They can make some noise, I think, with Paul George, considering he carried their team last year to the playoffs, right? They were in the playoffs? Yes, and, they uh, uh, lost in seven games to the Raptors in the first round. Yeah, they were, what, 45-37? and 37 Yep. With not as good a team as I think they have this year. And I think Miles Turner will take a big step for them this year, too. That is what they're banking on. So, yeah. do you like them to get to 50 wins, then? Uh, it, mm-hmm. Yeah, they might have to be. In, in order, order to get, get, if, in order to get yeah. the three seed. I think they'll, they'll, they'll get there. All right. I like that. That's that almost counts as a bold prediction, but we'll say I'm going to say the uh Cavs, then the Celtics, then the Raptors. The Raptors, yeah. However, I do have the Pacers as my four seed. So there you go. I think that on down the line, what I have written down here for my eight Eastern Conference playoff teams, Cavs, Celtics, Raptors, then the Pacers, then the Atlanta Hawks mm. as my five seed, the New York Knicks as my six seed. The nice. Detroit Pistons as my seventh seed. And then I have written down here the Charlotte Hornets. Oh, but I am going to waffle on that pick and flip-flop them to the ninth seed. And I'm going to have the Washington Wizards make it into the so playoffs. no Bulls, no Chicago either. No huh? Bulls, no Bucks. Wow. Okay. That's not bad. So you have Cavs, Celtics, Pacers. And then can you go on down the line for me? Or do you want to just give me five more teams? Yeah, I can I can go down the line. So we got Cavs, we got the Celtics, we got the Pacers. I'll say for a four seed, we'll toss in. Hmm, I'll go Raptors. All right, and then five. I'll say Detroit. I kind of like the noise they made in the playoffs last year. I like that pick. And they didn't get to have that time to put their core together as much as they wanted because they picked up the more the. Is it Mark Tobias Harris? They picked up Tobias it? Harris, and it's they have Marcus Morris. Mark, okay, yeah. So they got both of them at the deadline, right? Mm-hmm. So they didn't really have that time to coach. training camp. Yeah. And 
However, like, they don't have Reggie Jackson for a while, as as we noted yeah, in our over under. That's a tough one, um, but I still think they could they could make some noise mm-hmm. and do well in the regular season. And a bunch of basically teams like five through ten in the East are going to be <laughs> yeah. really bunched it's, together. It's going to be something like last year where you have a lot like, of what teams was it, four, a lot of teams through, in between. Well, the three, three through, through three six. through six all had forty eight last year. Yeah. I don't think they're going to be. It's not going to be like that, like that but it's going to be like six. A more mediocre version of that. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. A more middle of the pack. So your bottom half of the East looks like what? So we got Detroit after after the drive. Uh, who do we? Uh, the Hawks. Yep. At six. Uh, I don't know that Miami makes the playoffs again nope. this year. Nope. Uh, we'll say the Wizards at seven. Uh huh. And I'll take the Bucks. At All eight. right. I, I I'm glad that we, no. I'm it's glad it's either going to be the Bucks or the Knicks. That one of those two at the, as the last. Season. I think that the Bucks are a bit of a safer bet than Knicks because they have more more capable NBA guys. Yeah, they have a little bit they go more to, depth. Yeah. All right. Those are your eight Eastern Conference playoff teams. Who do you like in the Eastern Conference Finals? Which two teams? Uh, it's got to be Cavs Celtics. You're, like, you're just going right there, Cavs Celtics. It can't be anything else. It, you really don't think the Celtics could get upset uh, by somebody? Because I think they absolutely yeah, could. Yeah, they. I mean, well, we haven't even seen them leave the first round. That's they, yeah. <laughs> this, this is. I, that's why I think. So, I think. I think most people, uh, us included, diehard Celtics fans, are getting a little ahead of ourselves. Say we're this two seed, right? So the seven seed will or, be who? Who did I say? Uh, you, uh, I believe you said the seventh seed would be the the Wizards. Yeah, I, well, I don't think we would lose to the Wizards. I so. do not think so. I'll either. say second round. Let's say we run into like the Pacers or something. Mm-hmm. They could totally upset us. Yes, you know. So I think that or is, the Raptors. Uh, yeah, but either one of those will be a really tough challenge. Uh, let's say there's a scenario the Cavs aren't the one seed somehow. I mean, that could be an interesting theory. What a too, sa- second round matchup with the Cavs. Yeah, That'd be a nightmare. That would be crazy. Ugh. But you're going Celtics Cavs. Yeah, I, I like I like that matchup. I I'm going that route as well. I think you just Cel- can't I, you I, can't not be a Celtics fan and not say Celtics Cavs in the fi- East Conference Finals. Well, because we're big homers yeah. and we love this team, but and I actually do think they have the second yeah. best team it's cr- in, the East. in the East. It's crazy, yeah. So, who wins Cavs Celtics? Uh, it sucks because it's gonna be the Cavs. It's going to be the Cavaliers. <laughs> we want it to be the Celtics. It's it going to be the Cavaliers. Be the Celtics. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, Cavaliers in six. Health wise, yeah. If everybody's healthy, everything's equal in those matchups. It's gonna be the Cavs. Cavs. All right. So we are in almost lockstep. So that that covers our Eastern Conference. So I think we're we'll gonna keep it right. You know, moving right along into the Western Conference. Hmm. Do you see any scenario where the Warriors aren't the one seed? <laughs> Uh, yeah, if their entire team gets injured. <laughs> like, if you, it's crazy because I was talking to someone about this, and I was like, even if, like, Steph went down or Clay went down or whatever, like, they have the ability to just have someone if else bear any, the if load. any one of those four guys It would have to be two hurt. of them for them to not be the one seed somehow. And even uh, still, they might not still... Like fall off. They'd you know? certainly be a top tier West team if even if any one of those four guys got hurt, yes. which is nuts. Yes. Uh, although I don't know who they're back, I don't know who they would replace Clay with if they like got hurt at uh, shooting guard. Like yeah, Iggy, would Iggy be there too? I don't know. Whatever. Yeah, we don't need to. Ian, Ian, Ian Clark maybe. Two. I don't know. <laughs> oh God, Durant is a two. Ugh. Okay. Uh, <laughs> they'll play some minutes with Durant at the five, and it's gonna it's be gonna so be gross. The, uh, All right. Anyway. Brutal. Anyway. Brutal so I have the top. Well, I'll say top. My top four. Then your top. You can go top four. My top, top four, four in order are Warriors, then Spurs, then Clippers, then 
the Houston Rockets I have as my uh, four that's seed. Not bad, actually. You, you go for it. Uh, I'll say Warriors. Uh, it's a toss-up between Spurs yes, Clippers. Yes, it is. I think it's a really close call there. Uh, I could say if the Clippers stay healthy and they get on a roll, I'll say Warriors, Clippers, Spurs. All right, Warriors, Clippers, uh, just Spurs. Just because we don't know what it's like without Tim Duncan on the Spurs either. So no, we don't. They could they could drop a bit. Um, hmm, after that... A after four the, seed, after that, the Ugh, rest, literally such a toss up. Most of the rest of the West is bunched together. After yeah, those yeah, yeah, teams. yeah. Seriously. Uh, wow. I guess I'll say the Mavs as a four seed. Wow. I like that. I do not have the Mavs in the playoffs. Uh, so I'll say I'll put the Mavs up there a bit just to see what Harrison Barnes does with that team and Bogut and Bogut. Um, that's. And the Warlock Rick Carlisle. Uh, So my my five through eight are as follows. After the Rockets, I've got the Jazz, then the Trailblazers, then the Grizz, and then the T-Wolves making it in at number eight. Wow. Uh, Yeah, that's not bad. I like, um, as a five seed, I'll say the Rockets. Mm -hmm. Then I'll go Trailblazers, Jazz, and... I guess the Grizzlies squeeze in as an eight seed, but uh, you said you I like their under. Yeah, I know. Maybe the Pelicans. I, but do, I don't. I, I don't do, like I theirs do, either. I do so not, I do not see the Pelicans. There is no eight seed. How about that? Yeah, oh, there's no eight seed. Uh, you don't, so you don't think the Timberwolves are that ready to put go to that? I don't, that I don't spot? know that they're that. You did ready, say you did take but, their under. On yeah, their that's runner. why. Um, yeah, it's it's a. Gross. The ugly. Nuggets? No. Oh, uh, I'm forgetting OKC. Hold yes, the you phone. Uh, I, I do not have OKC in the playoffs. I think they'll make the playoffs. We'll we'll bump down the seven to the eight, and we'll put we'll put OKC at seven. All right. So I'll, I'll take that. That's good. And you'll have the Grizz at eight sneaking in. Yes, at eight. the okay. Grizzlies will sneak in at eight. That All makes right. way more sense. All right. I like that. So who do you have in your Western Conference Finals? Uh, Golden State and. The Clippers, if they're healthy, otherwise it'll be the Spurs. Make a decision. Clippers, Spurs. Clippers, Spurs, Clippers, Spurs, Clippers, Spurs, Clippers, Spurs. Uh, I want it to be the Clippers just because they've taken so many shots at Golden State in terms of like, oh, if we were healthy, blah, 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 blah. blah. I'd like to see them get that opportunity because they've been barking it for so long. And and Paul Pierce is retiring, so I'd like to see (laughs) him get somewhere in the playoffs. I have Warriors Clippers written down. And I think that if the Warriors and Clippers were to meet in the conference finals after the Clippers, it would be a very, presu- very presu- scary. Presu- presumably, finals. presumably, if the Clippers beat the Spurs in another dramatic playoff series, which would be great—a rematch from a couple years ago in the first round, which was one of the best playoff series yeah, I, remember I can remember that, the first in recent years. But if the Clippers survive the Spurs again, which would be a heck of a feat to beat the Spurs two times in three years, I think the Warriors would lay their asses out really? and win in five the Clippers? games. Yeah. Oh boy. I think they they'd do a gentleman's True. sweep. They're, they're they'd go up they'd go up three zero. The Clippers would win game four, and the Warriors would blow them out in game five. Yeah, the problem is that once that matchup happens, DeAndre Jordan would become non-existent. Well, not non-existent. He it would be he, it would be really he would struggle in that matchup yeah. just because. Either Draymond or whoever is he can't keep up. Be, he can't, yeah, they, he, they, they'd run. He'd have to run around too, and he's an athletic dude. Yeah, exactly. Too. You'd be playing Blake Griffin at the five essentially in whatever matchup they have. 
to try and keep up with their small ball. And they don't have enough wing. They don't have enough. Uh, they don't have mid-sized guys. The Clippers need like three guys who are between six seven and six nine. Yeah, they have what JJ Redick, Mbamute. Right, Mbamute is not the answer. He is not. West, the West Johnson Sorry. is not the answer. Neither you is know? he. So and and they just mo- don't have most Bates is not the power. answer. They just don't I like. They're gonna have to just play Allen Anderson, and I like Allen Anderson, but not for not for how much they're gonna depend on him. Anyway, so we have. Lo and behold, Warriors Cavaliers is our NBA Finals. Gotta be, and I don't think there's any other way you could pick it if both those teams are healthy. Here's where the actual controversy, or rather, the discrepancy in opinion comes in. Who do you think wins, Cavs Warriors three, the rubber match? Uh you want it to be LeBron, but I don't know that it could happen. I mean, Kyrie Irving would have to play out of his mind. Like, in down in history is one of the best performances ever in the finals for them to win that series. Uh, it's got to be the Warriors. I mean, I don't see how else you do it. The, I am in total agreement with you. It's and the I Warriors think against the NBA, man. It's the Warriors versus everybody. How fun. But isn't that... I think it's really fun. But. It's more fun for them, of course. <laughs> and Warriors <laughs> fans. Warriors fans are like, us against the world! Yeah, they got, they got to love it, so... All right, so that that that's us officially predicting the Warriors to be hoisting the Larry O'Brien Trophy. Do you want to give a number of games against the Cavs in the finals? That they would win it in. Yes. After last year, I think they would go off. It's gonna be five games. I'm in agreement. Five games, and they would they would relish and, and would relish it to yeah. to a degree that is is rarely seen in professional sports. They would lose one of the games on the road to the Cavs just mm-hmm. so that they could win at home. Huh. <laughs> so, now that we have the formality of Cavs Warriors and our prediction of the Warriors winning the title out of the way, it's time for I think most of the awards this year are really up for grabs and really kind of up in the air. So, I'd like you to predict we're going to save MVP for last. Okay. So, I'd like first for you to give me your coach of the year in the NBA. Uh, I have a feeling I think we're going to go in the same direction. Brad here. Stevens! Brad Stevens! <laughs> the best coach ever! Uh, he's, Love him. He's uh, 10 to 1 to win the coach really? of the year, by Who, the way. Who's ahead that of is him? a juicy, juicy bet. Yeah, that's a great one. Oh my goodness. Gotta love Brad. I, I, I think that he's... If he's not the best coach of the NBA, oh, he's second me. best behind Pop. Uh, I think I think he gets the maybe he gets the bronze medal behind him and Pop and Carlisle, but that's 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 legit. Yeah, because it. Carlisle literally makes water out of wine, <laughs> like or water into wine, yeah. whatever. Yeah, he can do both. Let's put it. But yeah, I think if the Celtics can make a two seed, Brad Stevens yeah. will be coach. Of if the they year. win like fifty five games, yes, and they get the two seed, he's gonna and hit that over win. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Next, this is the hardest award to predict. Most improved player. Ooh. Ah, I can't. It's even. Mu- the, the 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 easiest way to think about it is to think about how the awards usually given out. C.J. McCollum won it last year because yep. he was a second year, a second year yep. guy whose minutes and his points jumped jumped up. So I think that the most obvious candidate. Cat. I think Cat is. A choice, but I think he's gonna jump so. I think he was already so good, and that people he are already he'll go he, under the he's radar. Gonna go straight on into like thirteen mile NBA MVP conversation <laughs> and like <laughs> skip most improved. Wow, I think he's gonna skip. Cause I think Devin Booker wins most improved. That's a good one. 
That's not bad. Who and he, else? He, has, uh, he averages a bunch of points on a shitty team. Trying to think who else is potentially candidate. I mean, I, I think you could look at any of the rookies last year. You you could even even if a guy, if you think that Tibbs is going to do wonderful things for the Timberwolves, maybe you think Andrew Wiggins wins it. Maybe you think Zach Levine wins it. Excuse me and my yawning. Dan's trying not to let it be contagious. That was good because yawning's so contagious. Yeah, especially if we're being recorded. Uh, another most improved candidate could be Porzingis. Porzingis, I'm totally about that. Maybe Terry Rozier. No, that's that's just Celtics too much, goggles. Too much, too, too much, much Celtics goggles. Uh, although I I think that's not Miles a Turner. Bad we talked about Miles step. Turner. Yeah. He's a good one too. Uh, Booker's probably gonna be there. Trey, uh, how about Trey Lyles? How about like a Justice Winslow on the Heat? There, the, the thing was there was so, so there yeah. were it was such a good rookie class that any of these second year guys have D'Angelo. The, right, exactly. Uh, I mean, yeah, there's a lot of people here. Uh if I had to pick one, I'll take uh my money'll be on Porzingis. Alright. I like that. And from there we'll go to from uh, most improved player, we'll take a step backwards in terms of who gets the award. Rookie of the year. Uh, no room to improve when you're a rookie. If I want to keep the goggles on, I will say Jalen Brown because he's in the scenario where he has the least pressure on him, so he has the ability to perform without mm. that pressure. Yeah. Um, but I, it'll be a close one. I say it's either him or uh, Brandon Ingram. Being a homer, I'll say Jalen Brown because nice. he just has the potential and skill set to do it off the bench as like uh-huh. a solid role player. I he would have to average like twelve points a game, which I don't know if he can do. It's, off the bench. If, it depends on how many minutes he gets. Let's say he averages like he would eighteen ha- to twenty two minutes a game, yeah, that, which is a lot. Like that. But that's a lot. In that time, he the thing is he just takes so many free throws. Imagine if he that is, that is, didn't that is miss free throws. Stat. Such he would stat. he would get a lot of points based off of I that. also think if uh, for a guy a rookie who's coming off the bench to win rookie of the year he'd have to ball out in a couple national TV games against some major competition which is totally possible it'd be pretty um, sick if he did that we were talking about Chris Dunn because you were telling me he's like one of the right. favorites well no to well win, the NBA right? they did the NBA GM survey that they always do every year and mm-hmm. most of the GM said Chris Dunn was going to win rookie of the year but you are on the uh, the anti Chris yeah, Dunn bandwagon. Yeah, I am very anti Chris Dunn right now. Not because we pass on him or anything like that. No, 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 it has no, nothing no. to do with any of that. But that stat that I told you about the other day, I looked, I was looking, I saw on Twitter, Chris Dunn was like four for thirty one from the field, which is I don't even know what the percentage is on that. That's so bad. And I think it's gotten t- a little bit better. So yes. now it's nine for forty-one, I think. Something like so that. So he had a little bit of a streak, but still, that's not a very good percentage. I think that's like twenty-something. Yeah. Nine and for forty-one is twenty-two percent. That's horrible. Yeah. So it's not I good. just, uh, I think when when it comes to rookie of the year, a lot of people uh, look at points as a good indicator. So it's usually rookies who score a bunch win rookie of the year. Yeah, so a guy like Ingram who could just get tossed into the starting lineup and yeah, he's gonna have, you know, twenty points or Or he could average something. fifteen he could yeah. average fifteen or I'll sixteen say, a game just on by yeah, virtue of playing thirty minutes a night. Because he's yeah, exactly. Right. He's just gonna have the run. Now a, a big part of that could be coaching too, where Luke Walton, let's say, says, you know what, let's figure it out. We can use Brandon Ingram for a score, do whatever. So um, I think it's going to be close I, between them, but I will take. I Jaylen think Brown. I think it is going to be Ingram. Ingram, yeah. 
And I, I, but that also keep in mind. I took the Lakers over. You took the Lakers over as well. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I love this Lakers team. And what about like Embiid? They're though? gonna. I think Embiid is the dark horse he, because, because he's technically a rookie. The reason we say the reason we say dark horse dark horse is not because of the attention because he's gotten a bunch of attention in the preseason because he's you know it's just the first he's time back. he's playing after two years out. But I mean, in terms, we because of what we said, rookie of the year goes to guys who score a lot. I don't think Embiid's going to score a lot, but if he averages like three blocks a game as a rookie, yeah, let's he's let's say he's dropping like eight points, six rebounds, and three two, blocks, two point five right. blocks a game. That could put him in there, especially if they're highlight real blocks, which sh- I'm sure they will be. Yeah, and you know he's a very uh, open he's person and outspoken of, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, I, I, my first social media memory of. Joel Embiid was him tweeting at Rihanna, yeah. which is the funniest thing ever. He does, love Joel he does Embiid so much of that too. It's I, I, we wish Joel Embiid and all the players in the NBA, but specifically Joel Embiid, nothing but the best health this entire yeah. year. Yeah, he's he's an awesome character. All right, so we did Rookie of the Year, we did Six Man of the Year. Oh no, we didn't do Six Man. Uh, six Man of the Year. I, 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 this is also a tough one to predict, especially because last year it went to Jamal Crawford when that just shouldn't have. Yeah. I think there were too many candidates last year, and they were just like, oh, I'll give it to Jamal Crawford because he hasn't won it. Oh, excuse me with the yawning. He won it for the unprecedented third time, which I don't think anybody should win six man of the year three times, but whatever. Anyway, I think Brandon Jennings from the New York Knicks mm. wins it this year. And the retort to that when I asked a different friend of mine, he said, nah, because Brandon Jennings is going to start because Rose is going to get injured yeah. or play too poorly yep. and Jennings isn't even going to have a chance to be a six-man, which is a pretty good retort, but I'm going to stick with it. Brandon Jennings. Hmm, that's a good one. In the East, let's say, I'll do one for each conference. I like that. I, I'm I like that. thinking of it now. And I think Rozier could, could win, Terry, win it. Terry, Terry Rozier. Yeah, man. Be the Just best six he's man. Gonna be, he's gonna be filling a huge vo- gap for us now that we lost Evan Turner. Mm-hmm. He's gonna be good off the bench. He's gonna mm-hmm. run that second unit. He could very easily have a like Lou Williams esque season mm-hmm. for the Celtics, except with less less selfishness and less chucking. Yeah, I think he he's really good in terms of controlling an offense, running the show. So I think that's why I like him in the East. In the West, I'll take. I mean, technically, Iguodala off the bench would be the yeah, sixth Yeah, literally, man. Iguodala or Sean Livingston, who I, I think if either of them like weren't there, then the other one would win Sixth Man of the Year. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but they're they're both they're the be- they're either of them would be the best like in a vacuum the best Sixth Man you would ever want on your team. Yes, Livingston is unreal. I love uh, that guy. I'll take Evan Turner. I was talking to you about that. You'll take E.T. Yeah. I think he, he is going to be good for the Blazers off he was, the bench. He was good for us off the bench, so I don't see why not. But overall, if you had to choose one of these guys. One of those two, I'll take Rozier with All the right. goggles on. All right. You got it. And we only have a couple awards left. The first is Defensive Player of the Year. Where two-time reigning defensive player of the year, Kawhi Leonard, Kawhi Leonard. my favorite player in the NBA, I mean, is yeah, the favorite. He's like, is there any? So uh, is there? Good. Is there another guy who you would pick? Uh, is there another well, guy? Well, if Embiid averages those three blocks, he could be up there. If he, if he is a huge defensive. It's it's for weird him. because big guys have historically won this award, but now it's switching. It's it's. I mean, slowly... wasn't uh, Avery Bradley up there too? Avery votes? Bradley was first team All Defense, and he was uh, the he I was think like the, the most, most votes of, of any guards. guards. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
Um, I mean, he said he's gunning for that award this I, year. I would love it, but that it's I think so we've, hard. For we him to we, do we that. have worn our green goggles quite a bit on this podcast. <laughs> I don't actually think Avery Bradley could win this award. Yeah, I I'm think gonna, I think Kawhi is the guy. I think. I'm I'm just for for the sake of playing devil's advocate. I'll chuck in Rudy Gobert because I think the Utah's gonna have great team defense mm. and he's gonna lead the league in blocks. And I think old school NBA writers who are vo- voting for these awards are like, let's give it to a big guy again, and have, the big guys aren't dying in the NBA, yeah. and they'll like give it to Gobert. Well, it could yeah, a big guy like him, Towns maybe. Town, I mean, ugh, Towns. Towns Jesus. is just so good. Ta- it's it's for, forget about it. Like, I, I, anyway, or maybe a healthy. Uh, a healthy uh, Anthony uh, Davis. That? Oh, AD. Oh. Uh, I don't think the Pelicans. He hasn't are gonna, been that good. Of but a they're shot not going to have a good enough team defense. Yeah, so true, true, true. We have said rookie, coach, most improved, six man. Now all we need is MVP. Hmm. It's a tough one. So I think it's a really tough one. Who do you have as NBA MVP? For the 2016 2017 season. Does it season. go to a Golden State player? I have it going to Kevin Durant. Yeah. Which is bonkers because he's the NBA's villain right now and yeah, seen as a punk by most casual insane. NBA fans. I think he's winning MVP. That would be actually pretty, pretty crazy. I don't know. That'd be like putting the NBA on its head right now in terms of fandom. Yeah. Nobody would want to see him win it. But yeah, that's actually a good call. It's him. Uh,. I think, honestly, it should go to Draymond Green. I think he is the technically most valuable player to a team. If you think of, of, of I, what he does for them... you think I think it's uh, there the last two years, unquestionably, Steph Curry has been the most valuable player on that team and in the league. I think that Draymond Green is more versatile, but I think uh, the Warriors would be demonstrably worse without Curry than they would be without Green. You think? Yes. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, I, I. The and and this that's not to say just that I think Green is a better overall defender and does more things. He is more of a Swiss Army knife than Curry or Durant is. If the Spurs, keep but that's that not the question. Seed, I will give it to Kawhi. Kawhi, I love it. I would, I would uh, shed a tear or two if Kawhi Leonard won MVP. I would wear my, maybe I'd wear. I. This is a f- sad fun fact. I have two Kawhi Leonard jerseys. That's awesome. One home, one road, and I would wear them both over each other. <laughs> I don't think there's any MVP. other player to have two jerseys for. I mean, I. I also have two. Ro- I also have two Robert Ory jerseys. Really? Unfortunately, nice. they're both Rockets jerseys, which is really silly. I wanted a uh, the one of the first teams that I rooted for when I was a kid was the, was the Lakers, and because uh, <laughs> because little kids are front runners, and I loved those Shaq Kobe Lakers teams. So one of my first NBA memories is Robert Ory hitting that three in Game Four of the O2 Conference Finals against the Kings to win that game uh, when Vladi Divac tipped it out to him. But I just have a soft spot in my heart for Robert. Ori, uh, which a lot of people do. He's got seven rings. He's Mr. Clutch. But two Ori jerseys, two Kawhi jerseys. You, so your pick for MVP is Kawhi. Mine is Kevin Durant. That is that's a lot of picks. We just picked. Uh, do you? Do you uh, well, well, you know what? We won't go with two or three bold predictions. Do you have one one bold prediction for this NBA season, Dan? It's t- and I know it's tough to give it to you off the cuff. I, I, I will give you mine first. All right, let's see. My bold prediction is thus. I think that... Ugh. Mm-hmm. It, it, uh, 
a, a couple of random predictions before we get to the bold one. I think Durant is going to lead the Warriors in scoring. That's part of the reason why I think he's going to win MVP. He's going to average more points than Steph Curry for me. I think that somebody other than Westbrook or Harden is going to lead the league in scoring, which I think is a hot take. Because uh, I, I think they're they're the favorites to win the scoring title. Those yeah. two dudes are the, the top two guys. And I also think that LaMarcus Aldridge is going to stay on the Spurs the whole year. That he is not going to get traded. Despite ah. the little rumors that are swirling about unrest and some discord in San Antonio with LaMarcus Aldridge. All right. do, do you have your bold prediction? Well, I have a couple now that you say that. Because you, you want LaMarcus to stay there. I think this might be the year Boogie gets moved. Mm. Um, there's been it's just been going on for too long, and eventually that franchise has to accept that they just can't keep him there. I don't know. Someone is going to offer them a package that they'll end up being like, you know what? Yeah, we'll take the ninety cents on the dollar for Boogie Cousins because it's only going to get worse. They might have to take less than ninety cents on the dollar. Yeah, exactly. They're going to want ninety cents on the dollar. Uh, another one. I'll say LeBron does not take it easy in the regular season. That, I love that. I That is a fantastic bold prediction, that he doesn't take, go third gear, that he just goes balls to the wall. Yeah. So if you're, if you're predicting that, I'll give you the chance to right now. Do you want to switch your MVP pick? Uh, I'll take it. Yeah, I, I like LeBron there. If he does, if he decides, yeah, you know what, I'm just gonna ball out. If he, in the if he decides, season. you know what, Michael Jordan won his fifth MVP in his 14th season. Mm-hmm. Maybe I should do the exact same thing. Yes, I like that. Now that I think about it. So you have, uh, I, and I think that just just being able to root for LeBron to win MVP because regular season fifth gear LeBron is just a marvel. It's, yeah, it's <laughs> insane. Dude. Like I've en- I've en- actually enjoyed watching him adjust to being fourth gear LeBron the last couple years, and but I think there's n- there's no in between. I think he's either gonna dial it another notch back third gear, or he's gonna go full tilt trying to win MVP. Yeah, we'll see. I don't know. I like that one though. Now that's that's a good one. So now you do not have, no longer have Kawhi. You have LeBron as your MVP candidate. Here is my bold prediction. I think that when you tally up the votes, I'm going full. All in, blind, just flames coming out of my head. Carl Anthony Towns, first team All NBA center. That's a good one. I could agree with that. <laughs> just, just, just. Yeah, he's so good. I, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna kick whoever's driving the cat bandwagon. I'm kicking him out of the driver's seat, and I'm driving. <laughs> I'm going. I think uh, the the Wolves are gonna make the playoffs, and he is going to be out of his gourd. And with the uh, dearth of NBA centers, I mean, you know, their their anti-abundance of quality NBA centers. DeAndre Jordan was the first-team All-NBA center last year, to give you some idea. I think Carl Anthony Towns is going to make first-team All-NBA as a center. Can you think of a first-team All-NBA entirely? Uh, Oh, that's, that's a good one. I think it will be Durant and LeBron as the two forwards. Towns, James Harden, and Westbrook over Curry. Yeah, I, I like that one. I think Westbrook is definitely going to be one of them. Uh, I'll say. By the way, this this would that would mean that Kawhi Leonard is not first team All NBA. Yeah, I kind of want to switch that. So I like Westbrook at the as one guard. I'll take Clay as the other. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll do Kawhi 
and LeBron as the forwards, and then they put in Durant. Yeah, as opposed to um, or like, do they have to pick if they if they have to pick a center? Who you picking? Do you want to take Boogie? Uh, a shitty team can't really have a first team All NBA guy, can they? They can't. Uh, it depends. Because Al, Al Horford. Could, when, no. <laughs> yeah, I, I would like for it to be Al Horford. To be honest, that would be my center pick. But uh, yeah, maybe Al Horford at the five. I don't think uh, his stats would be good enough for him to literally be. Fir- I think first people are team. really underestimating how well he is going to do on the Celtics. That doesn't mean he's going to put up uh, stats, though. He will put up stats this year. I like. Right. I like him in the pick and roll game. I like him on the help defense. He's gonna be. He's our best rebounder now. Uh, yeah, he's gonna be all over the place. Al Horford is gonna be doing big things for the seas this year. All right, I think I think that'll just about do it for us. That was uh, the first podcast I've only. Oh, sorry, the second podcast I've recorded in my room in the house, as opposed to the guest room. And Dan has never had never been in my room before. Dan, what do you think of my What do you think of my room? It's a nice spot. You got a solid leather chair that rocks. You got this stereo system. Yeah, some cool posters, including a Celtics poster. You gotta have it's one. A, it's a poster of KG Pierce and Ray Allen. It just says "Ballers" on it. Rest in peace to the Ubuntu era. The original big three. Well, the original 21st century big three. That, yeah, that we're aware of in like the era that we're now in for basketball. Yeah. All right. For Dan Perez, I'm AJ Rose. We can. I'm going to do a little bit of housekeeping here at the end. Ways to get in touch with the show. You can email us at ajroseshow at gmail.com. Tweet at us at the AJ Rose Show. Like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash the AJ Rose Show. You can listen to us at soundcloud.com slash fighting fire with fire. Subscribe to us on iTunes or Google Play Music now. I uh, put our RSS feed in there and fighting fire with fire is officially on Google Play Music. I told my boy Eric, Eric Simpson, who's been on this podcast before, that if I didn't... uh, mentioned the Google Play thing that I'd have to give him a shout out. Well, you know what, Eric? You get a shout out anyway. Thanks for listening in. He's been showing his support. And you can tweet at me, snap me, insta me, at a Jeremy Rose, and follow Dan on Twitter at DAP820, DAP820. For Dan Perez, I'm AJ Rose. This is Fighting Fire with Fire. We'll see you guys next time.